Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Could you imagine being 23, done with university, and your parents are still trying to control your independence? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my boyfriend's mother is the actual biggest Karen. My, female 22, boyfriends, male 25, mother is possibly the worst person I've ever met. I honestly have never met a more entitled person, and I need to vent about it somewhere. My boyfriend and I have been together for about two years, and these are some of the things I've witnessed so far. Quick details before I start, this woman hasn't worked in 20 years, and spends all of her time at home spending excessive money on unnecessary things like rocks and craft supplies that she doesn't end up using. My boyfriend has a medical condition that ends him up in and out of the hospital for appointments regularly, and she refuses to drive him after agreeing to do so weeks in advance. I end up taking him, and I don't even have a car, and my boyfriend can't drive due to his medical issues. She also has the one and only say in everything that has to do with the house, even though everyone pays the rent but herself. Anyway, I refuse to go to the movies with her anymore because she often talks throughout the movie on her phone or watches videos with full volume and full brightness and will get mad if you tell her to stop. I refuse to take rides from her or go out to eat because what should only take 20 minutes to an hour ends up being more like 4-6 to six hours because she'll scream at the poor waitstaff and managers for her own mistakes when ordering. This honestly deserves its own post alone. Or she'll spend hours driving around to different stores and insist on going across town to the furthest location to spend the next three hours in Walmart only to leave with nothing. This has happened when she was supposed to simply drop us off somewhere and we don't often get to do what we planned because we should have considered her plans and it's not her fault we didn't tell her we needed to go within a certain time limit. Sayings like these are frequent. She will not start conversation, but God, if you don't say hello or goodbye, something she never does, because she will complain about how you're awful and rude and all she wants to do is get to know you better. This woman's body shamed me publicly. My boyfriend says it's because I'm fairly skinny and she is not, but that isn't an excuse in my book. Last week, she told my boyfriend he couldn't use her chapstick because she doesn't know what he has. He said, what do you think I have, herpes? And her response was, you never know with... And that was the end of that conversation. I took offense and confronted my boyfriend in private. He said it was a joke. A poor tasteless joke, but a joke nonetheless. I genuinely think he's scared to confront this woman. I agree that this lady seems awful, but the one thing I do agree with her on is it's kind of gross to share chapstick. Just imagine getting married and having to live with that mother-in-law. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing just how low some parents can go, then why not hit that subscribe button? That said, our next story is, even though we moved, we can't get away from them. I'm angry, but I think it's because of the babies that I'm not that angry. I'm going to start it from Halloween because that's when it starts. So, Halloween, or as my daughter calls it, Halloween. 
She pronounces her E's as W's. It was that time of year when you can scare children and with no consequences. My husband loves Halloween because his huge butt is addicted to sugar and he likes to just dress up with us as a family. This year, my husband was supposed to dress as Charizard while my daughter and I dressed as Charmeleon and Charmander. Well, my Charmeleon costume couldn't fit in my wheelchair, so we let our daughter just dress up as Charmander and my husband took our girl trick-or-treating while I stay home and give out candy to the rest of the little kids. My daughter and husband were so excited. My husband screaming said, do you want to go trick-or-treating? My daughter also screaming said, yeah, I want to go trick-or-treating. My husband still screaming, you want to get some good freaking candy? My daughter still screaming says, yeah, I want to get some good freaking candy. Husband screaming, let's freaking go. Daughter also still screaming, let's freaking go. And me yelling, language. Both my husband and my daughter at the same time said, sorry, they're the same person, I swear. When we were picking out our costumes, my husband was just screaming, Charmeleon. And my daughter will reply back with War Turtle. Just that one part of the pokey rap and that's it. I only add that in here because I think it's cute and no one can tell me otherwise. As I handed out the candy, I started having pains. I paid no attention to the pain as the twins were already throwing off my groove the whole entire pregnancy. But no, I was going into labor. My aunt-in-law brought me inside, mother-in-law called her son, and then I was sent off to the hospital. And then my son and my daughter were born. There were some complications, but we're doing okay, the twins and I. When my daughter was introduced to her siblings, she was surprised that the babies are named after grandpa, my dad. My little brother, on my dad's side, was introduced to his nephew and niece, and it was a sweet moment. We were able to bring the babies home a couple days ago, and I'm so happy. These children look like their freaking dad. I carried your heavy butts for nearly nine months, got my stuff ripped open, just for you two to come out looking like your father? The audacity. My oldest looks just like daddy, but mommy can't get nothing apparently. My husband even rubbed it in my face that the twins look just like him and that I can't even have one of them. Jerk. Now, when my mother went to the hospital after she got her face caved in by my husband, it really wasn't that bad. She had a broken nose, a few missing teeth, and some scars and bruising, but she could have died. I can't wait for the witch's heart to stop. I have help on the inside, my grandpa, my good uncle, and my two younger brothers to keep an eye on my mom. Apparently, when my mother basically stopped being sedated, she tried A, breaking out of the hospital, and B, fighting the nurses and doctors. She even got a psych eval. My extended family, my mom's siblings, realized we moved and have been trying to figure out where we live now by harassing movers, harassing our neighbors, and harassing my husband when he has to go back to the old house. They even waited outside of our house for one of us to return. My family and I have been living in my husband's country home. I have really good memories here, a lot of them involving my dad. We haven't got the goose yet. We were waiting for spring to get Mr. Peter Dinklage, but still, I get to see my father's side of the family, his sisters, his mom, and my little brother, all the time, and they basically have been here every day helping with the twins. They're staying with us until their home's ready to move into, and I love them so much. When my grandma arrived, she brought some old photo albums for us to look through and found several pictures of my dad that I'd never seen before. Most of my neighbors are so sweet and my daughter's been making new friends and she's already biting people. This morning I got woken up by my aunts coming into my room holding my daughters and son. I was confused, then I realized I'd heard screaming from outside. 
My mom's siblings found out where I lived and they wanted to see the twins. I started having a panic attack. The babies were crying and one of my aunts were trying to calm us down while the other one called 911. My phone started ringing and it was my good uncle. He was trying to warn us that his siblings were on the way and I told him that it was too late. He told me that he and my grandfather were on the way. I looked through my phone and saw that both my grandfather and my uncle called me a lot. They were trying to warn me. The cops came and told my mom's siblings to leave. Then my family were packed up into the car and now we're staying at my brother-in-law's. Come to find out that my mom knows about the twins and has been posting pictures of them on Facebook. I don't know who gave Satan a cell phone, but they need their butt whooped. She posted pictures of my daughter in her Halloween costume and her siblings have been updating my life on Facebook, but she also blocked everybody that's on my side from seeing her statuses. The only reason why we found out about what my mom has done is because my god-grandfather's daughter wasn't blocked from seeing my mom's post. She told her boyfriend, who's my cousin, and he told my grandfather. We don't know who did this. Who in the right mind told my mom this information, let alone gave pictures of the twins? I'm pissed. We moved to get away from them and now they know where we live. They know my children. They know so much about what happened during the birth of my twins. I have no idea who gave my mom this information. We can't think of anybody who would do such a thing. So some extra context here is OP's mom was aggressive, judgmental, tried to frame things in a wrong way and basically straight up attacked OP and their husband, leading to an altercation which is why the mother was in the hospital. So it seems like this ended up being some inter-family feud and I'm with OP, I don't understand who would be giving her this information but it sounds like somebody's on the inside feeding them info. It has to be somebody that you just don't expect because it sounds like they've got access to a lot of sensitive information, and it sounds like a pretty leaky ship. I just wish OP the best trying to stay away from their awful, horribly entitled family. Our next story is, Entitled mother thinks your child's stupid behavior is justified because he's a misunderstood genius. Context, there's a boy in my class who is a complete idiot who curses you if you disagree with him in the slightest on something and thinks he's smarter than everybody else in the class. His grades aren't good and he's about to repeat a year, but he still insists that he's smarter than everyone else. Some parents complain about this boy's aggressive behavior in the classroom parent group, but this boy's mother said that all this happens because her son is bullied and he's a misunderstood genius and the school doesn't understand him. I don't know what more you can do here besides holding the kid accountable for whatever stuff they do. Very clearly this mom is beyond entitled, is refusing to see the truth and thinks their kid is infallible regardless of what they do. This kid could probably poo their pants and their mom would say, oh what a genius move, they're saving time by not even having to go to the bathroom. That's my little genius. This next story is, my entitled mother ruined my 20th birthday. The entitled mother in this story is my own mother. When I turned 20, she wanted to take me out for my birthday, and by God, it was one to remember in the worst ways. To set the stage a little, my mom had me at 16, and I'm convinced that she just got stuck with a 16-year-old mentality because she's still like a teenager to this day. I'm 32 now. At the time, my mom had had a monthly girls' night where she and her friends would go out to bars and let loose. Mom doesn't have the greatest friends out there, they're all just loud and ready to fight people at any given moment. Think Jerry Springer guests. I wasn't really a big partier, 
I would have been happy with dinner. The weekend of my birthday rolls around and my mom said she was going to take me out. I was super stoked and wanted to invite some friends, as one does. Instead, she told me that I couldn't invite any of my friends, but she did invite my two cousins, one of their friends that I guess she had slept with at one point, and one of their friends. Just me, my mom, and a bunch of dudes that I wasn't particularly close with. Outside of my cousins, I didn't really know the other people. She took us on a surprise journey to wild and wonderful West Virginia, the land of good times. On the way, my mom stopped at a liquor store and grabbed some Tequila Rose airplane bottles and a bottle of Captain Morgan's spiced rum for my cousins and co. It's important to know that my cousins were younger than me. The only people over 21 was my mom and the guy she allegedly hooked up with. This would have been cool, but I wasn't allowed to drink because I wasn't 21. The math wasn't mathing on this day. Also, my mom was drinking said airplane bottles while casually driving down the road. She was pretty distracted with her shots and I didn't want to die, so I offered to drive. It's the least I could do on my birthday, right? She said no, so I'm just glad I'm here to tell the tale. We stopped at a Chili's, which I really liked because there wasn't one where I lived, but I didn't choose it. That's just where she took us. And we met up, of course, with my mom's lunatic friends. At this point, I pieced together that my mom was making my birthday her girl's night, killing two birds with one stone. So we leave Chili's and she drops me, my cousins, and their two friends off at an under-21 club, while my mom and her super-great friends go to some other bar called Cowboy Up. Yeehaw. Anyway, I go to this club where my cousins and their friends abandon me and go do their own thing, so I'm just in the middle of this weird, hole-in-the-wall, sketchy club in West Virginia. I'm super over it, so I leave the club, which was like, you can't re-enter, and that was fine. If I'm taken out by some country folk, then that's how I go out at this point. I try calling my mom, who keeps ignoring my calls, until I leave a voicemail saying that if she doesn't come to get me, I'll just have my dad come get me. He wasn't fully aware of this journey because she immediately called back and left Cowboy Up. My mom has some really bad anger issues, so when she pulled up, she was raging. This woman stood in the parking lot, screaming at me and getting in my face, saying that I ruined her night out with her friends. I was yelling back because I'm so hurt and confused and honestly just pissed off. My mom then starts pushing me and pulling at my hair. Her friends are there also screaming at me saying I should respect my mom. I tell them to just shut the freak up and my mom slaps me and I hit her back. So that opened a whole other can of worms because I hit my mom. I know, I'm the worst. The rest of this part was a blur, but we get back in my mom's car and I just want to go home. You would think the night ends here, but it doesn't. It truly was the gift that kept on giving. She takes us, her friends follow, to this really shady strip club called Cherry Bomb. In West Virginia, the big strip club is Southern Exposure, and Cherry Bomb is like their B-team at night. I don't even know if it's still open, but it was an experience. Cousin- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. And co. had the time of their lives. My mom and her friends disappeared in the club, and I saw a girl I went to high school with, so it was kind of nice to see a familiar face. Gotta find the positives. Eventually, I just call my friend to come get me. We lived maybe an hour from West Virginia, and she was a real one because she did pick me up, and I just cried on the way home with a mix of anger and hurt. These days, I'm no contact with my mom. She's done a bunch of other crazy things. And because this event was so bizarre, I made it a little tradition on my birthday to take a shot of either Captain Morgan's Spiced Rum or Tequila Rose if I can find it. I definitely feel bad for OP having to experience the situation. I can imagine it's a very heartbreaking thing to think that your mom is doing something nice with you or for you and you find out it was just all a ruse to drop you off somewhere while they go have another night out with their friends. Obviously, you would be understandably upset. When you act upset, all of a sudden they come yelling at you saying you ruined their night. It's like happy freaking birthday. I'm just glad OP's friend was there for them. Our next story is Mother Ruined the Already Horrible Day. This morning, my husband's grandma died, which caused our day to get off to a rocky start. Only our 13-year-old really knew her, as my husband hasn't really spoken to her for two years because she was, to be frank, a crap talker and a crap stirrer. My mother decided today was the day to kick the poop bucket off the ledge because we scheduled my daughter's birthday surprise for her on Sunday when both my husband and eldest child could be home, since my husband starts work at the time my eldest gets out of school. Her birthday is tomorrow. To preface, my mom has custody of my 11-year-old niece, despite her deadbeat father living with them. My whole life, my younger brother was forced on me by my mom because I had friends and he didn't. Lies, he was an introvert who liked video games rather than hanging out with his friends. My brother and I have never had a good relationship because he's a narcissist and verbally abusive towards me. He also tried to fight my husband several times. Well, ever since my husband and his daughter, 13 years old, came into my life almost a decade ago, she's pushed my niece onto my stepdaughter in much the same fashion she did with my brother and I. 
However, she believes that I should be more willing to help facilitate this when I am wholly against forcing people on my kids for the sake of family. My niece hates small children, which I have two of, spends all of her time watching videos on her phone, is homeschooled and has no friends. Not for a lack of trying on my mom's part. My eldest is a people pleaser and has a hard time saying no, but genuinely doesn't care to hang out with my niece all the time. So I don't make her. But if she says no, my mom gets furious and tries to guilt trip us into letting my niece come over. I don't mind, but I've caught her reading my text messages over my shoulder and snooping through my and my husband's bedroom, so I don't want to always deal with that. On with the story, so we made plans that worked for our family. No big deal, right? Wrong. My mom lost the plot because my niece wasn't automatically included in the surprise. Despite the fact that I have a five-seater SUV and she's not even going to be at my mom's house this weekend and instead with her mom's dad, she wholly expected my husband to ride his motorcycle 30 miles to the mall and meet us there so she could come, which wouldn't have been a big deal had she not expected it. Her actual words when I told her our plan for Sunday was, well, niece won't be here, so how's she supposed to go with you? And when I told her she wasn't, she started telling me I'm selfish and how she'll just celebrate my child's birthday with her another day since I refused to accommodate my niece on my child's birthday. This led to an even bigger screaming match and her telling me because I refused to take her, she doesn't want to speak to me anymore. I told her my niece isn't my problem because I've offered her different resources to help my niece. She has depression, but my mom refuses because it inconveniences her to have to drive into town to take her to therapy which she needs because her mom is schizophrenic and she has to hear her mom screaming at the voices in her head whenever she goes to her other grandparents' house on the weekends. I wish I could cut her off. Realistically, I have every reason to do it because when she gets like this, our relationship is so toxic, but it would break my five-year-old's heart. I just don't know what to do and my husband's been ready to cut her off for the last eight years. I decided to get myself into therapy again, though, to work through everything. I just wish I had a normal family. I cut off my bio dad's family at 16 and now they're all dead. So guess it's a good thing I love my in-laws. I think rather than engage with these people that don't respect you or your opinions or your boundaries, even if they are family, don't even put up with it. And don't lie to your kids about why you cut people like that off. Maybe at 5 years old they might not fully understand that people that are disrespectful don't deserve to be around in your life. But if you were just honest and kept your distance, I'm sure they would understand. It's better for somebody that's entitled like that to just not be around versus trying to foster a relationship and allowing them to cause damage. Our next story is, my parents do not let me be independent. So I, female 23, finished university this past summer. While going to university, I lived with my parents because university is a 20 minute walk from my house. Last year, I found that the government of my country were giving grants for recently graduated elementary school teachers to go to the UK or the USA as a Spanish language assistant. I thought it was a good opportunity to perfect my English, gain some experience, and be independent. I'd always wanted to go as an exchange student in high school to another country, but my parents said no and I accepted it. But I'm not 16 anymore, I'm 23, and they still say no. It's not the money. It's that I'm too young to be alone in another country. It's that I don't know how to cook. It's that I can't do things by myself. 
I'm not stupid nor a baby. I can't even spend a night at a friend's house. And I guess luckily for them, I don't have a boyfriend or else they would freak out. I don't have free time for myself at home because there's always more people in my room than in the living room. My mom would enter my room at any time without knocking. I'm afraid of meeting new people and going on dates because my parents will ask for all the details. I just want to be on my own. My parents are also always at home. They only go out to do some grocery shopping. I know they say all those things because they're concerned and look for my well-being, but I'm 23, not 13. 100% this is one of those situations where you just take this opportunity if you can finance it and go. You need to just rip that bandaid off and find your independence and force it and just teach your parents that they don't have that kind of power over you anymore. Either that or live under their thumb for the rest of your life. This next story is parents email college professor. So I, 20 year old female, am currently in college to be a teacher. This past Friday, I had an assignment that I had to do for one of my education classes. It was a mandatory assignment that had to be done in order to continue on to becoming a teacher. This assignment I didn't particularly agree with and talked to my mom about it, which was my biggest mistake. So the next day after we talked about it, my mom comes home and tells me she emailed one of my professors about it. I'm an adult in college who doesn't need their mommy fighting their battles, so I immediately get upset. I'll give context as to the fact that my mom does know this professor. She was her graduate coordinator when she was getting her masters. She hasn't spoken to my professor in over 12 years and out of the blue decided to email her over this while possibly kicked out of the program because without doing and agreeing to that assignment, I wouldn't be allowed to student teach. I got extremely upset to the point where I was crying and demanding why she did that. She raised her voice and said it was because it was her school and that she couldn't see it go down the drain like that. All while that's happening, my dad gets in my face, screaming at me that I should be saying thank you to mom for doing that for me. The entire time I was just bawling my eyes out because I was so angry. They continued yelling at me to calm down and say that this is why I'm emotionally unstable and I need to stop getting upset about it. I tried to tell them how they could get me kicked out of school over what they did and they ignored it, saying that they're doing me and everyone else who goes through that program a favor for what she did. Thankfully, the teacher responded and was nice about it and asked me to talk with her about it after class. I was just so baffled that they think they're in the right over this situation. I'm an adult in college who doesn't need their parents getting involved in their business. I won't be mentioning what the training was because I'm entitled to my opinions. This post is more about the fact that they crossed a major boundary and upon confronting them, thinking that they did no wrong. See, I think the real problem here is having this experience is going to lead to OP in the future, never telling their parents anything. And then of course, after a while, the parents are going to be like, why don't you ever open up to us? Why do you hate us? A vicious cycle. That said, our final story of the day is, who's entitled here? ED is entitled dad, mine. AAM is alcohol overusing mom also mine, and Granny, mom's mom, I love her, bless her. A little backstory first, alcohol overusing mom isn't the best in letting out her feelings and emotions the correct way. For example, by talking about them or doing something like running or some hobby. No, my mom finds it extremely difficult to speak up for herself and to actually say what's on her mind or what's bugging her. 
Since I can remember, she's been a lover of alcohol overuse when things get difficult. And what she does is buy a ton of beer, drink it all in a day or two, but enough to get drunk for four or five days. Now, I remember all the awful things my mom used to do to herself and us when she's in her depression state. From throwing plates and cups on the floor to opening up her own legs and wrists. Traumatic experiences that caused me a lot of therapy to be able to talk about. This has been going on for a period of 10 years that I can clearly remember. I'm 22 for reference. Now here's the actual story. Around July, I get a distressed phone call from my granny. Now I knew immediately what was up by the tone of her voice. Mom had been at it again and is stuck in her depression alcoholic state. She asks me to come over as soon as possible and take care of her, what I normally always do, making me a big enabler I know, but this time I took my time and said I had my study to think about. I also get very down after taking care of mother during her episodes, and it takes me quite a while to get back to feeling okay. Later on, alcohol overusing mom started to call me as well, begging me to come and help her out of this state. She FaceTimed me while I was watching late night TV with my flatmate and showed off her newly afflicted scars on camera, saying things along the lines of, I can't do this anymore, I'll end things, I need help, you're my daughter, etc. Family is so incredibly important to me and I can never say no to my mom, so I told her to wait for me. Five days I've taken care of her washed her, fed her, gave her love and patience to help her get out of this addicted state. The drinks slowly leaving her body, giving her all sorts of withdrawal symptoms like shaking, sweating, and just not being herself overall. After five days, I was mentally and physically tired. Mom was starting to get better, so I decided to go back to my student room in the city I study at. This is where stuff went down. Entitled Dad approaches me and reminds me of his brother's birthday and how he wants me to go with him. Mind you, my uncle lives in another country, making it a 600-kilometer trip in total. I felt so angry at that moment and told him to mind the fact that I just took care of mom for five days straight, doing practically nothing else. That I do not want to sit with him in a car for six hours to see his relatives while mom is home alone and still pretty down. His reaction was just great. Real great. He told me I'm ungrateful and how I don't care about family values. You know you don't have to take care of her. That's not your job. Just leave her be. She'll get on her own feet, etc. I felt even more angry. I said you're right. It's not my job to take care of my mom. You know what your job is, though? To take care of your wife, get her the help she needs, or even better, here comes the part that made him slap my face, get a divorce so you two can actually find happiness in life. Yeah, ouch, I know. I went back to my place and just decided to not bother calling them both anymore. If they want to swim around in their toxic relationship, why should I be dragged in it? I'm just so tired of it, seeing my mom so helpless, telling my dad what a horrible husband he is. It's their life is what I've come to understand growing up, but it affects me so badly that I can't keep up with my study, hence why I failed my first year. Thankfully enough, my teachers decided to give me a second chance. I give OP a lot of credit for sticking through things and trying to help out as much as they can. You can tell that OP has a big heart. 
I mean, for them to hang around in a situation, in an environment like this, I think it's pretty natural to just not even want to be involved in it. But to stick around, take care of them, feed them, wash them if necessary. I mean, it's incredible the things OP is willing to stick around and put up with just to try to help people that they care about. It's also pretty horrendous to see how the dad is behaving and feels about the whole situation and how they just want to run away. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another hard-hitting Entitled Parent story, check out that video on the left. Or, if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.